Lasting Love Podcast, presented by CoachingWithFroy.com. You've found the place where single adults come for mindful wisdom and insight into how to attract and create healthy, lasting, conscious relationships. And now, here's your host, the owner of CoachingWithFroy.com, number one best-selling author, certified relationship coach, and TV analyst, Roy Biancalana. Well, hello again, and welcome to another edition of the Attracting Lasting Love Podcast. My name is Roy Biancolana. I am your host. And today I'm beginning a two-part series. In this one, I am talking about what women want. I'm going to give some straight talk to men about what women in general find irresistible in men. Like, what do they find sexy? What do they find attractive? What do they feel magnetically drawn to? Are there some universal things, some principles, some qualities that men can embody that make them very attractive, if not irresistible to women? And I'm going to say, yes, there are. And I want to outline them and show them to you here. Now, in the next podcast, I'm going to reverse it and go the same way. Okay? Now, let me try to give you a caveat here. In this, I could end up making it more confusing than it needs to be. But let me just admit that the idea that all women want the same things is sort of nuts. Right? The idea that all men are looking for the same things, that's sort of nuts, right? Because we all have different personalities. We have different preferences. We have different tastes. You know, we grow up in different places of the world. I mean, we have different backgrounds and personalities and all that. So the idea that everybody wants the same thing is sort of crazy. But then again, it's not because we're talking about what we're talking about the masculine feminine right and so those are universal divine energies and frankly every male and female every human being has both energies it just seems that the research shows that more women are identified with the feminine even though they have masculine and more men are identified with masculine but they do have the feminine so My premise is basically that the divine feminine, which really is the essence of most women, the divine feminine is attracted to certain qualities universally. They are magnetically drawn to it. It it speaks to them. It, It turns them on. Okay? So that's the sense of which we're looking at this. And likewise, the divine masculine is attracted to certain qualities of the feminine. There's something that turns them on, right? There's something that they're drawn to, that they're interested. So I really can say that if women embody those qualities, they become irresistible to the masculine. And in today's podcast... If there are, if men will embody these qualities of the masculine, they will become, in a real sense, irresistible to women. They will 
be very attractive and very desirable. Okay. Now that doesn't mean every single woman in the world is going to want you if you embody these qualities because women, they do have their preferences. Some want the tall, dark, and handsome. Some want the blonde hair, blue eye uh, type of look. You see what I'm saying? I mean, there are these human preferences and tastes. So I'm really speaking to a deeper level. I'm speaking to the divine level of who we are and what on on that deeper level we're really looking for and attracted to in a partner. And so that's the first caveat is that I'm not saying all women want the same thing and all men want the same thing. I'm saying the divine feminine wants the same thing and the divine masculine wants the same thing. Okay? So that's that's really important. Um, and then the second thing I should say is I'm talking about people who are relatively deep in, in terms of who they are. So I'm not really talking about what shallow men are interested in, what mediocre men are interested in. And then I'm talking about I'm not talking about what shallow women are interested in or mediocre women. I, I'm, I'm talking about the people who listen to this podcast. Because if, if you listen to this podcast more than once, that sort of says something about you, right? Because this podcast is not about how to get laid or how to find some rich guy. You know what I mean? It's, it, it's deeper than that. This, this is a, a podcast about mindfulness and consciousness and real spiritual growth and creating conscious relationships. So when I lay out these qualities that we find attractive in each other universally, I'm I'm speaking to people who are coming at life from a deeper place. Okay. And, and again, I think that's you because you just wouldn't be here. There are plenty of podcasts out there that give information to men on how to get laid. Right, and there are plenty of podcasts out there. I would imagine I haven't done research for this, but I know the way the world is. Probably plenty of podcasts for women telling them how to how to find a rich guy, you know, right? So, because on the most shallow level, what do men want? Boobs. On the most shallow level, what do women want? Bucks, boobs, and bucks. That's kind of our most shallow when we're in our our egos, right? when we're at our most shallow selves, men are looking for boobs and butts and women are looking for bucks, dollars, money, men that have a lot of money and so forth. That's, there's, there's nothing really right or wrong about that. I think all of us, you know, I know I am attracted to women that look like that. <laughs> and I, I know women are have a general attraction to men who are very financially well off. Okay, so yeah. Uh, so we all kind of share that shallow part. So I'm not really judging and I'm not really saying it's bad. No, we've all got that. I'm just speaking to the deeper levels um, of who we are. Because just because you meet a man with a lot of money doesn't mean you're going to be happy in a relationship with them. 
I mean, you might be able to go on expensive vacations and stay at five-star resorts and, you know, shop at Tiffany's or wherever, <laughs> right? Um, it's the same thing for guys. Okay, you met a woman, she's got, you know, she's Kim Kardashian. She just looks like that, okay? Um, that doesn't mean you're going to be really happy with her, that you're going to live a real connected, drama-free life with her. Um, she just might be a tremendous uh, trophy on your arm, okay? So I, I'm just admitting that we all own the shallow part, but I'm not speaking to that today. I, I'm really going deeper than that. Okay, now, let's just jump right in here. What do women want, given those caveats? And a little straight talk for men. So there really are a lot of different kinds of men in the world, right? There's the Mr. Mom man. There's Prince Charming, Peter Pan. There's macho men, yes men. There's bullies. There's partiers. There's players. There's new age wimps. There's frat boys, bad boys, nice boys, mama's boys, playboys, and boy toys, <laughs> right? So guys, um, what kind of man are you? Hmm. All right. Here's my premise here in this, in this conversation, in this podcast. There is a universal masculine way that when discovered and displayed makes a man irresistible to radiant women, to women of depth, okay? So I want to explore that. But before I talk about what women want, can I tell you five kinds of men that women don't want? <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me tell you five kinds of men that women just are not interested in. Now, how do I know this? Well, one, um, I've been around a long time. I've coached literally thousands of women um, and I pay attention to culture and society, and this has been my business basically for 30 years. I've been working with people on some aspect of spiritual, relational, emotional growth. So I got a pretty good handle, I think, on what does the divine feminine uh, not want? <laughs> what are they not turned on by? Okay, And the first one I would, I would say, because... I'm ultimately going to talk about, like, when I get into the qualities of men that women most want, I might call him a superior man. I've stolen that phrase from David Data, who wrote a book called The Way of the Superior Man. Okay? So we're going to eventually talk about, you know, a superior man, but there's, there's less superior men. There's more of the mediocre men. And the first one is what I might call a the simple man, okay? This is the traditional, conservative, strong, silent type, epitomized by the 1950s male, right? It's the husband in that movie, Pleasantville, if you remember that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. You know, he came home from work and says, honey, I'm home, where's my dinner? You know, he's, he's a simple man. He scoffs at the liberal bullshit, believing men should be men and women should be women. He's the breadwinner, the king of his castle, and his wife is the submissive stay-at-home housewife. His children are to be seen and not heard, and he certainly doesn't change diapers, right? This guy's um, emotionally, he's distant and detached. Anger is the only emotion he really feels. 
and in his family, he's the only one allowed to feel it. Right? The simple man is sexually mechanical and missionary. He gets on, he gets off, he gets to sleep. Right? Usually, he's a very religious but not spiritual person. Um, most often, um, they're anti-gay and sort of hawkish and politically probably far right. Okay? And I'm just saying, women of depth are not interested in simple men. They're not interested in Archie Bunker. Or maybe nowadays we might say Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, there's, they're not interested in that on the deepest level of the feminine. Okay? So that's one kind of guy they're not looking for, the simple guy. Um, women are also not looking for what I might call the, the, the sensitive man. Right? The sensitive man is like the exact opposite of the simple man in almost every way. The sensitive man is extremely in touch with his feminine side. He's able to experience and express all of his emotions, except anger. He suppresses that because it might hurt someone's feelings. He's sweet, soft, sincere, super nice, and he wouldn't hurt a fly. This guy, this sensitive man, is egalitarian, liberal, spiritual, but not religious. He may enjoy tango or salsa dancing or yoga or spin classes. He has a ton of female friends. And he'll definitely change diapers. Sexually, the the sensitive man is gentle and unselfish, wondering, was it good for you? And seeking simultaneous orgasms. He's probably really health conscious, maybe vegetarian, preferring wine and cheese to cheeseburgers and beer. Okay? Now, most women sort of like and want to be friends with the sensitive guy, but you won't find them very often feeling sexually turned on by that. So the sensitive guy ends up in the friend zone, right? We'll be friends rather than lovers, okay? So I don't know how old you are, but this might be embodied by Phil Donahue or Richard Gere. They, they, I don't know those men, but they seem to embody that sensitive thing. I would, I would even include Anderson Cooper, who's gay, but seems to embody that kind of masculinity, the, the sensitive man. Okay? So I don't th- what women want, they don't want the simple man. They don't want the sensitive man. They also don't want the successful man. Like the Gordon Gecko type from the movie Wall Street way back in 1987 with his famous line, greed is good. More recently, the successful man is this uh, Leonardo DiCaprio who played that Jordan Belfort in the movie The Wolf of Wall Street. You know, another greedy, unprincipled businessman, right? So this successful man is this, he's this driven, power-hungry, materialistic cutthroat. He's uber competitive, win at all costs, take no prisoners kind of guy. He lives by the adage, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. He plays by his own rules, will do whatever it takes to win and succeed, include lying, taking advantage of others, stabbing them in the back in that, in that way, Okay. Women are not really interested in this kind of guy. Um, Yes, they might be attracted to his wealth, 
but the way he is with his wealth and the way he goes about getting it um, is not attractive to women of depth. Okay. So some examples of what I would call the successful man is represented by Donald Trump or Michael Jordan. Okay? They really embody the cutthroat, the win at all costs. Okay? Very wealthy men, but they're not the kind of men. They don't embody the kinds of qualities that women of depth find extremely attractive. Then, then the fourth kind of man that women don't want is what I might call the sexual man. It's like, um, this is a, a real counterfeit, ver- counterfeit version of the divine masculine. See, the sexual man, he's smooth and cocky, witty and charming. If there was ever a guy that has game, it's the sexual man. He's impeccably dressed, at least decent looking, always physically fit, drives a nice car. He's a player, a ladies' man, an eternal bachelor. Ryan Gosling brilliantly portrays this persona in the movie Crazy Stupid Love that came out in like 2011. A really good movie uh, about men, frankly. So this sexual man is great in a sack, right? He knows his way around a woman's body, but he has absolutely no clue about her heart or his. He's probably a sex addict. His penis and his heart are miles apart which allows him to have sex but never make love. Underneath the suave exterior is a deeply insecure man who fears real intimacy and ultimately he hates women. They are nothing more than objects and notches in this guy's ego's belt. Women see the sexual man as shallow, superficial, and scared of truly claiming a woman's heart. And so... She really has no interest in him. The, the deeper woman has no interest in this kind of player, right? So some common day examples of this, you know, now that he's dead, I mean, Hugh Hefner, James Bond, Tiger Woods. And I might even say most male rap artists seem to want to embody this sexual man persona, Right? Okay? So th- those are four aspect, four four different men that women don't want. Now, what um, what do women really want, guys? I'm going to say there's four things also, four qualities, four qualities that are already true of every man. But I can speak from personal experience. They need to be developed. They need to be sort of dug out of the dirt. <laughs> These are qualities that for most of us are sort of buried. They are potentials in us. They are there. We don't have to become these things. We just have to nurture them and strengthen them and work on them, right? So that we become what I would call a superior man. He's not simple, he's not sensitive. He's not successful in the ways we just described it. And he's not sexual, certainly, in the ways we just described it. So what are, what are, the, at, 
what do women really want? You know, when, when women are coming from their deeper place, what do they really want? Well, the first quality is what I might call clarity. They're looking for a man of clarity, of purpose, you might say. A man who knows who he is, what he's about, where he's going, and he's got a plan to get there. He's not lost. He's certainly not living in his mother's basement, playing video games and eating Cheetos. This is a man that has a sense of what he's alive to do. He, He has clarity about, yeah, why he's alive, what he's here to do with his life. He may or may not be achieving it in this moment, but he knows, he's clear on his calling. He's clear on who he is and what he wants to do with his life. So it's not about whether it's fulfilled or whether it's failing because those things happen. A superior man is not someone who's successful at everything and, you know, conquering the world. It's a man who's clear on his purpose and what he's called to do. Whether or not the world is cooperating, whether or not it's being achieved, doesn't really matter. It's There's a clarity. And this clarity applies not only to his occupation, but it's a clarity of the entire way he lives his life. Right? There, the kind of the kind of man women are attracted to is a man who is got a sense of he's on his game. He's clear and pointed and erect and directed in the deepest ways possible. So yes, on the area of career, this superior man has a real idea of of what he wants to do in his life. That doesn't mean he never changes career because this man is always clarifying and re-clarifying his calling. He's always paying attention. You know, what am I here to do? Why did I appear on this planet? And what is my gift to the world? Right? So it's not that he finds his career at when he's 20 and he never flinches off of that. No. Clarity means there's always a review and a seeking to understand what is my best gift to this world? What am I, what am I here to do? What am I called to do? So having clarity about your career and about what you're doing and where you see yourself going is very attractive to women. Some women will call it, you know, he's ambitious or this or that. But what they're, what they're saying is your train is on a set of tracks and it's going somewhere. You know where you're going. You, you might have, you know, we, we never know how it's all going to turn out, but you got a plan, right? When you are clear as a masculine being, you can tell someone where you plan to be in five years or 10 years and what you plan on doing 
the impact you plan on making, the amount of money you think you will be making, and sort of the life you'll be living. You, you have a real idea about who you are and what you're called to do. Now, whether or not the plan gets fulfilled, well, that's a different thing, right? But you certainly have a plan, <laughs> right? If any woman ever meets a superior man and says, where do you see yourself in five years? A superior man has an answer. Now, whether or not it happens, well, that's dependent on a lot of factors. But he, he at least knows where he's going. He knows what he's doing. But when a woman meets a man that's like, oh, I, I'm in this career, but I don't like it. I don't like what I'm doing. I've always wanted to do this, but I'm not really realigning my life to make that happen. I make a decent living doing what I'm doing, but it's just, eh, you know, it's just a job. It's just, eh, I'm more interested in football and drinking beer with my buddies. Okay. I'm sorry. That's not going to be attractive to a good woman. A good woman, she won't respect a man that is not living fearlessly and saying, I'm going to move in the direction that I feel most called to move in. And I don't care if I fall flat on my face, but I'm not going to settle for some job that, you know, that is not really the expression of my heart. Okay. So clarity is very much connected to what a man does in the world, but it's also connected to how he lives his own life. Like women, women like men are, you know, they're, they're attracted to fit physiques. Right. Um, but that's not so much it. The superior man is living with a kind of discipline. He's taking care of his body. Doesn't mean uh, you're some bodybuilder and all that nonsense. Right. But there's a sense that you're living with discipline, that, that you are honoring your body, that you take care of yourself. There's a sense of a deep woman saying, if you can't take care of your body and your health and, how, how are you going to take care of mine? How are you going to honor my body if you're not honoring yours? Right? So you won't find many superior men that are obese and out of shape and completely lacking discipline in their own personal lives. It, it speaks to um, a kind of um, a lostness, a kind of a, a distractedness. It doesn't... It doesn't speak well to, to sort of who you are. Like you're not able to control your own impulses, your own desires, your own things like that to where your, your physical life is not being cared for. Right? Okay. So clarity. So Guys, if you if you want to be irresistible to women, you should be the master of your domain. <laughs> okay? The master of your domain meaning you're master you're mastering what you're here to do. You're clear on your purpose. You're clear on your calling. You're clear on what you want to do and what your gift is to the world and where you're going and how you're planning to get there. There's a real sense of direction about you. And there's a real sense of discipline 
around the way you're living your life, emotionally, physically, and so forth. You just got your shit together, right? I think it's fair to say that universally women are looking and attracted to men like that. And the ladies who are listening to this, and I hope you are, because these are the qualities that if you, like you might have a lot of other things you're looking for in a man. But you're looking for the four qualities I'm going to describe. And, and if if you're not, you should be. Because you get into a relationship with a man who doesn't know who he is or where he's going, you're, you're in trouble. Get into a man who doesn't have clarity and discipline and direction, um, you're going to end up having a difficult time respecting that person and creating a meaningful relationship. So clarity is, is one. The second thing is what I would call presence, or maybe better put, the strength of presence. Okay? Because um, there really is... Um, all men have presence. It, it just like, how strong is it? Right? So one of the things that what women want, what universally women are attracted to is men who pay attention, men who are present, men who are emotionally available, men who listen, um, men who can hold space for the feminine flow, right? The, The feminine is a flow of emotion, a flow of feeling, a flow of love, a flow of fury, a flow of feelings and it's, it's, yeah, the feminine is a lot to handle. When a woman is really on her game, she's, she's filled with energy and vibrancy and, and sensuality and sexuality and emotionality and, right, it's just, it's, it's the feminine flow. And she's really attracted to a man who can contain it. She's attracted to a man whose river banks are wide and deep so that her flow will not overrun a man, (laughs) will not drown him, will not scare him, um, will not chase him away. See, here, let me give you a little info, men, on what women tell me privately. Very many men, women, they're afraid to really be themselves, to, to allow their full feminine force to flow in all of its glory, because they're just afraid you can't handle it. It's going to scare the hell out of you, or it's going to overwhelm you, or it's going to annoy you. And they're, so women usually are trying to contain themselves. They're trying to hold back. They're trying to, you know figure out a way to express their feelings or their wants or their desires in a way that you can handle it, right? So women are afraid of being high maintenance in a sense, emotionally. They're, they're afraid of being overwhelming. They're afraid of being too much. So one of the deepest fears of a woman is that if I really let go, I'll be too much and no man can handle it, okay? So when she meets a man whose riverbanks are wide and deep and he can handle your flow, 
He can stand in your storm. Okay. He can, can be like um, a rock that when your waves crash, you don't move and you're there. Oh my God, is that sexy? Because she feels like I can let go. I can, I can play. I can dance. I can feel. I can, I can be angry. I can be sad. I can be, I can really allow whatever my truth is to come out because you can handle it because you won't run. You won't say, oh, go tell all that feeling stuff to your girlfriends. Uh, I think you should call your mother and talk to her about all that stuff. I, I just want to watch ESPN and watch football. You know, guys that can't handle the feminine are single or they're going to become single very quickly. Because at some point, a woman doesn't want to live a life trying not to be too much because you're too small and your, your presence isn't strong enough to be her man. Right? There's that great song by, I think it was Meredith Brooks. Is that right? Um, the song was called Bitch. And she says, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a lover. I'm, I, you know, and she's expressing that she's all this feminine stuff. She's all the, these things. And she says, you, you, are you strong enough to be my man? Right? That's what the, the feminine is universally looking for. A man who's strong enough to contain her beautiful, wild, crazy energy. And I don't mean crazy negatively. I just mean the feminine is alive with feelings and emotions and thoughts and desires. And part of that is what men find so sexy. Because when your feminine is free... Man, are you fun to have sex with, right? But a lot of men are like, okay, I like all that in the bedroom, but I don't like that everywhere else in life. But see, you can't have it that way. (laughs) A woman is a woman in any room of the house. (laughs) And it might be beautiful in the bedroom, but if you don't like it in the kitchen or the living room or, you know, whatever, then you're not enough man for her. Do you follow that? So how strong is your presence? How... How good are you at handling emotion? How good are you at connecting on on those kinds of ways? Or are you easily sort of distracted? Like, guys, how, how often do you catch yourself when you're talking to a woman? You're actually not listening. You're in your head just talking about, oh, I got to do this work tomorrow. When is she going to stop talking to me? I just... I don't know. She's kind of nutty. Um, I wonder if the bears are going to be good next year. You know what I mean? Have you ever noticed that when you're listening to someone, you're actually not listening? You're sort of in your head, either preparing what you're going to say or you're just completely distracted, right? We've all done that, right? That's a huge turnoff to women. If you're with her, she wants you there with her. She wants your presence, But I'm guilty of this too, guys. So um, there are times when my wife is talking to me and I'm looking at the TV out of the corner of my eye. I'm not really there. Or sometimes she's talking to me and I'm on my phone. Talk about pissing her off. And rightly so. Here's the thing. If you're going to be with a woman, if you're going to be talking to her, If you're going to be spending time with her, then you better be with her and only her. 
You're not on your phone. You're not watching TV. You're not distracted by your thoughts. You're really there. You're really listening. Your heart is open to contain and be with whatever she's bringing you, whether she's angry at you or simply sharing something about work or a situation she's having with one of her friends. If you're going to be with a woman, you better be with a woman in the deepest way possible to where you're not distracted. You're not um, distant. You're not sort of lost in your own thinking. Now, most of us men, we really need help on getting clarity of our purpose. And we really need help in the strengthening of our presence. But the third thing women are looking for is the openness of our heart. Women are not expecting us to be the emotional creatures that other women are. Like your woman is not going to expect you to be like her girlfriend. Right? She's not going to expect you to relate at that level and at that way. She knows you're a guy. And so the emotional realm is not the same as it is for her. But that doesn't mean she wants to be in a relationship with the tin man where you knock on your heart and it's hollow. There's nothing in there, right? Universally, the, the, what women want is a man who's, whose heart is open, like he can express his emotions. And again, she's not expecting you to express them the way her girlfriends do, but she really is expecting you to be able to say what you're feeling. Even if it's feelings that we men sometimes are ashamed to admit we feel. Like most men are ashamed to admit when we're scared. Or when we're sad. Most men we can admit when we're angry or horny or happy. We can can talk all day about that. But most of us guys, because women know that we are scared. They know that we're sad. They know we have those feelings. And it drives a woman nuts when she knows you're feeling something and you won't admit it. Or you won't own it and you won't talk about it. It it drives her insane because she sees the reality because she's so emotionally in tune that very often women know what, what men are feeling in a deeper way than men know. And that's all she's asking. Do you have access to your heart a little bit? (laughs) Just a little. Can you tell me what you're feeling? Can you express it to me? Can you share that with me? Do you have access to that part of your life? Or do you live completely in your two heads, right? The big head on top of the shoulders, you can tell me what you're thinking and what you're dreaming and uh, your rational thought. And then you can talk to me with your little head, okay, you know, your sexuality. But is there anything in between those two? Is there anything around the heart? Because she knows that there is. And if if she's going to trust you, She's got to experience your openness of heart. But again, don't we men need a little training on the emotional level on how to be in touch with our feelings and then certainly how to express them? And all of this is not to mention how most men need to be trained on how to handle a woman's emotions. Her anger, sadness, fear, sexuality, joy. Most of us men are just not very emotionally intelligent. And it's going to kill you in your love life. 
because you're going to be relating with a, an emotional creature. So you better have some skill, <laughs> right? And again, we're not expected to be as emotionally skilled as women. Like my wife isn't is sort of an introvert. So she's not the life of the party type. If you met her in a public setting, you would think she's kind of quiet and doesn't say much. But no, no, privately, that woman can talk, okay? She can talk with the best of them. She can out-talk me, and I'm kind of an extrovert. Look, I'm doing a podcast, usually solo, okay? So I can talk, and I can't keep up with her. But she doesn't expect me to. But if she's going to give her heart to me and her body to me, she does expect me to have some degree of mastery in the emotional realm, to have to have what I call openness of heart, to have some access to what's going on inside of me. Because again, she can tell. She knows when I'm scared or when I'm upset or when I'm sad. She can feel it. She can see it. She's just a genius in that realm. Okay? What she's looking for is, do I know it? And can I share that with her? Can I share more than my intelligence and my sexuality with her? Can I share that deeper part of me, that emotional part of me? Now, most of us guys are awful at that or we're terrified of that. Nobody's mirrored that to us. Nobody's taught us about this, right? So that's, but these are the things that good women are really looking for. They're, they're looking for your clarity of purpose. They're looking for the strength of your presence. And they're looking for the openness of your heart. Okay? And then finally, I would say what good women really find attractive in men is what I would say curiosity of spirit. Curiosity rather than you feel like you're right about everything. Like you know the truth. You know about this and about that. Good women find men who are committed to learning, who live with a sense of, okay, I do know what my opinion is. I do know where I stand. But I do recognize there might be something I'm missing. There might be something that I could learn. There might be something I'm unaware of. So there, this, this is the quality of you, you kind of know where you stand, but you're open to change your mind when you're presented with other facts. Women don't find it attractive in a man who's closed down, I'm right, you're wrong, whether it's politics whether it's about your relationship, whether it's about any topic. They're really attracted to men who do have an opinion, who, who do stand for something, but they hold their opinions loosely because they recognize that as time goes on, they may be presented with new information that they haven't seen before, that they might come across some facts or learn some things that might require them to change their minds, to change their position, to grow, to evolve, right? So this, 
this spirit of curiosity means that you're a man who really is committed to learning and growing and evolving and not sort of defending and having a conviction that you will defend, that you will never change, even if more information is presented to you, even if some new facts come to bear on something. They're not attracted to people that double down and put their fingers in their ears and say, I don't want to hear it. This is right. This is what I think. This is true. And that's it. Okay? So there's this quality of learning that good women find attractive in men. Okay? And again, I want to be very clear. I'm not saying that good women find the idea that men don't have an opinion and don't stand for something and they're wishy-washy and they're just all over the place and, you know, and, and they're suggestible and they're gullible and they have no conviction and no principles upon which they lead their life and things that guide their lives and that they don't have any commitments and any values that, that sort of form who they are. No, no, they love all of that. They love all that. But what they're not attracted to is rigidity in the face of new information. They're really, they're really attracted to men who are sure of themselves in their opinions and their convictions and they stand for something. But beyond that, they're more committed to learning. They're more committed to the truth. And that when new truth comes, they change their minds. They evolve, they grow, they develop, they change their opinions, they change their judgments. Okay? So these are the four qualities that are in men. And it just depends on how strong are they? How developed are they? How um, how much growth do you need? If you're listening to me right now and you're a guy, which one or two of these four areas do you really know? I mean, right, right now, your spirit's telling you, I need to work on that. I really do need to work on my clarity of my purpose and how I'm leading my life. Am I leading a life that a woman would respect? You know, that she wouldn't want to jump on my train and go with me because I'm clear about who I am and where I'm going. Is that it? Do you need help with your strength of presence to be undistracted and available and to be with a woman, to be able to contain her energy, right? Do you need to make your river banks wider and deeper? Have you found yourself sort of overwhelmed by women and kind of not able to handle them? The only woman you're going to attract is a woman who is really keeping herself small, and do you want that? No, you don't. Or do you need help with the openness of heart, this whole emotional realm? I can't imagine there's a man hearing my voice right now that doesn't admit that I need to really understand emotions, feelings, how to express them, how to hear them, how to deal with them, how to process them, you know, how to to you know experience another person's emotions. You know, even if it's, this, these are the things that affect even the workplace. Men that are not emotionally intelligent aren't successful in their careers because you're dealing with people. 
that are emotional. You know, so, or do you need to grow in this area of curiosity and learning? Do you find that you're right about it? You get into a, a discussion with your woman or someone you're dating and she has a different opinion than yours and she can tell that you're not open to really hearing what she's saying. You're not open to considering a different opinion. You're not really interested in learning and, and, and finding out what's true. You're more interested in defending your ego and being right. That's going to be, that's such a turnoff. It's a turnoff to anyone. So guys, you're hearing the sound of my voice right now and talking about these four things. Do you need help? Can I help you? Would you reach out to me and tell me, hey, Roy, could you coach me with this? Can you help me with this? And of course I can. Because the more you embody these four things, I am telling you, you will be irresistible. You meet a woman and you have clarity of purpose, strength of presence, and openness of heart and curiosity of spirit. My God, she's going to want to jump your bones. It's what she's been dreaming of. Is a, a man of that kind of depth and character. Right? And, and all these things are true of you. You don't need to get them. You just need to strengthen them. It's like you have muscles. You just need to make them bigger. You have these things within you. You just need to strengthen them. You need some training. You, you need a personal trainer to help you with these things. And when you do, women will be lining up to be with you. I'm telling you. So that's my invitation. Do something about yourself as a guy. And women will want you. All right. You can find me at coachingwithroy. No, Roy at coachingwithroy.com. Forget my own email, Roy at coachingwithroy.com or text me, set up a time. We have a conversation, talk about my coaching program, 407-687-3387. So there you go. That's what women want. A masculine being who has clarity of purpose, strength of presence, openness of heart and curiosity of spirit. And next time, we're going to turn the tables and we're going to talk about what do men want? A little straight talk for you ladies. And until then, take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Attracting Lasting Love with Roy Biancalana. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with anyone you think might benefit from listening. Check out our website at coachingwithroy.com and tune in every week for more insights and wisdom on creating healthy, lasting, conscious relationships.